This is the Retro Movies and Metal Show, the only show where you get to listen to my voice and Tony's voice and reminisce about the 90s, 80s movies, and not so much metal lately. Uh, we're kind of yeah. particular in uh, our metal taste, so we're kind of running out of metal to do. You know? It might just be a, uh, we'll talk shit about other metal bands from, from here or, on. Or learn some, maybe some new shit or old shit. or Yeah, perhaps, but this is the retro show, so yeah. maybe we'll stick old to that shit. kind of stuff. But before we get into that, please go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rate and review of at least five stars. It helps grow the show. Yeah. Uh, the topic for today is the 1993 film Wayne's World 2, a follow-up from our last episode <laughs> that I'm really slacking on editing this stuff. <laughs> I haven't released it like, like three weeks. I'm getting lazy. But I did have to travel for work. Got a lot of stuff going on with the kids and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, forgive me, audience. I know you're clamoring for more. Oh, yes. <laughs> so uh, I'll get back on our, our regular schedule uh, but how we been, Tony? Good, man. Um, feeling better. I was a little sick last week, so I know that you? was another Did you have reason. The, yeah, the COVID. No, no, it was Some just flu, uh, flu yeah. Shit. I did a swab, and you know, it was just like a standard flu. But I, uh, yeah, I worked through it, and you know, hopefully shook it. <laughs> Yeah, over here giving it to me, yeah, so me and my family. You'll find out. The next week. Yeah, you'll find out. Yeah. I'm yeah, I, I got COVID, I think it was in January, and I was, you know, kind of sick, you know. Yeah. One day I think we talked about it already, so we don't have to rehash all that. Uh but yeah, I was uh I traveled for work. I went to Indianapolis, the capital city yeah. of the state of Indiana. Kind of a boring, dirty city, quite it honestly. Is. Yes. Um bad food, I would say. Um <laughs> And we get a per diem. Of Not really known for anything. Yeah, yeah, the Indy Five Hundred. That's about it, you know. And and they really play that shit up. You know? It's like there's pictures of the raceway in every fucking restaurant and bar. Who gives a business. shit? <laughs> exactly. Who the fuck gives a shit? And you know, there's racing fans out there. No disrespect to the racing fans. Yeah, we don't really give a shit about racing. It's cool and all, but. Do your thing, you know. <laughs> but they're really holding on to that uh, Indy yeah, 500. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think there's a sp- actually a section of town called Speedway, and it's kind wow. of yeah, it's kind of odd. Uh, I noticed that half the people there have a southern accent, and half the people have a northern accent. It's kind of weird. Like really? one, one, yeah, one person you'll run into, like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, you know, they sound you know like us essentially." Yeah, sure. And then the next person, you're like, "How y'all doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "Good." <laughs> you know you, where you live, right? Where'd you come from? <laughs> I mean, David Cross had a bit about that, that uh, accent. You know, he had a bit about the gay act, the gay accent. Oh my! And uh, he had a bit about you know the southern accent. You could be from anywhere in this country and have that accent. <laughs> That's right. You I remember that. Fuck one. you, man! I'm from Juneau, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man! I'm from Bakersfield, California. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> You know, and it is all around. You know, it's Missouri. It's it's, it's it it's really a, is. It's man. anywhere. I don't know if the south, the southern yeah. folk are migrating to the north and just kind of spreading it, but yeah, I actually really talked to is. a guy from Missouri uh, who was arguing with me about Missouri. that's the, the American accent. He's like, "Y'all talk funny," you know. And I was like, "No, we what? talk normally." He's like, "No, this is the American accent, man." Like, I, you're all. I don't know why you're the talking American. like that. I'm like, dude. 
listen to every single politician in, on the planet. Uh, listen to your news anchors. Do any of them have a, a southern accent like you like you do? And he's just, <laughs> oh, I don't care, man. I'm yeah. American. <laughs> that like, makes too much sense, man. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear all that. Yeah, and I'm not going to argue one way or the other. I find uh, the southern accent charming, and a lot, especially when you know, it's like a southern hospitality style where they're like. Oh yeah. yes, yes sir, no sir. Yeah. You know, the, uh, um, yes ma'am, and okay, you know, the, yeah, you know yeah. the politeness. I, I kind of have a certain degree of respect for that. You know, I still get thrown off from like, I, you know, I go to Chicago all the time mm-hmm. to, to for for work, and I get thrown off when I hear a Chicago accent that like, you know, other people say. You know, this super, is a Chicago accent, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And like when I hear fans. it, I'm like, holy shit, there is, there is an there accent. Exists. <laughs> it exists. Like, I mean, I live 45 minutes north of here. Why do you have such, such a, a dissimilar accent? Because they never left the city. Yeah, it, it, it's it, crazy. It, it's just like the SNL super fans, the yeah. the, the Bears yes, super fans. Yes, yeah. the Bears. You yep. know, you know, it, it's it's it, it, I've run into it as well, and it is pretty funny when you run into yeah. it. And I always think of that SNL bit, the super fans. You yeah, know? I was just well, at the, the McCormick place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where I was working, and like all of them there. Really thick. That's funny. <laughs> and and I, I, what I know is more like a South Side, you know, like a South Side Irish type uh, accent. I think. Oh, okay. Sometimes it'll get into the North Side of the city, but uh, th- I think that's really what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm fine now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one thing I did want to discuss, like I'm on a pool team, and I just recently stopped playing. I don't want to say I quit. You know, I quit for oh, the rest okay. of this session. You know, uh, there's a lot of disorganization amongst everything, and uh, yeah. and people's expectations you know and yeah just overall laziness you know so so we all start at seven o'clock and everyone wants to play first so they can get out of there you know uh, and we're talking and yeah. there's this dumb argument about who gets to play and it's like when you have a team you want then you're all you're all at different skill levels you want to kind of strategize skill right. level versus skill level so you can't really guarantee which spot someone's going to play in because the okay. teams, you know, put up players alternatively or alternately. Okay. You know, so yeah, I put up a player, you put up a player. Next match, you put up a player, then I put up a player. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you want to match those skill levels, and everyone wants to play first. And you know what I hate? They say, well, I got to work in the morning. I'm going to say, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Everybody has to work in the morning. <laughs> what, you think we're all on third shift here? You know, I wouldn't be here, you know? <laughs> Think I'm gonna work in two hours? <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> That's the Woo! I gotta Damn. work in the morning. You, I gotta work. You were holding that one in, brother. <laughs> Dude, well, it's little, it's little kindling like that that'll make yeah. me, that'll make me spark the that, fire. That'll you know? Spark the fire. <laughs> you know, and it's like that and oh, man. mismanagement with the league operator and all this stuff. You know, sure. And I got I got into a yelling match with the league operator. Yes. And, <laughs> It was stupid. It was uh, about. I wish I could have saw that. Well, it was about like uh, you know we get patches if you reach a certain milestone or you do something during the game. Uh-huh. You know you get a patch, you know, or a oh, pin cool. or whatever right. it is. You know, it's like a little mini trophy type thing. You know. Okay. Um, and like th- what we were supposed to get didn't match anything that was on the paper, and I, and I think it was just I, I went over to league operator. I was like, hey, none of these patches match what we're supposed to get, and he like kind of shrugged me off like I'm above all this like talk to my secretary type thing and I was like that's not what he said but he's just like you I don't know I don't like know. that and that was the spark that lit the fucking town ablaze <laughs> you know? 
I was like, what the fuck? This is the most disorganized piece of shit I've ever been in. Like, you, you don't know this? You don't know this. How do you not know this? You know, and, and oh again, I'm God. yelling about patches. I realize yeah. it's a dumb argument. It is. But it was, again, just the it spark me dude. off. You know? yeah. I was just like, you know what? And I didn't I've get been into it. I've holding this in, <laughs> yeah. God damn it. You know, and I'm that kind of a person where it's like, I'm not going to engage every little argument that happens, but sure. I remember every little I... argument that should have happened that didn't. everything. And, yeah, that should have happened that didn't happen because I just held it in and didn't want this dumb argument about something dumb. Oh, when I get shit, about 12, dude. 15 of those in me, <laughs> the stupidest little thing can Everything's set me been off. Stewing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you know, and I don't, I don't, I'm not doing this to brag about it, but it's just something about my personality that's like that. It's like yeah. I'll bottle that shit in, and I don't know if that's a healthy thing to do. Do you experience it's... any of that, like, or do you just oh. kind of resolve things? Because you're not a generally angry person, no, and I'm no. not a generally angry person. I'm a very right. Um, how would you describe my? I certainly am not now. Like uh, my ex-wife could always trigger that shit. Me, <laughs> yeah, I tell you that. I'm sure. So, um, but ever since that, you know, fungus has <laughs> been removed. <laughs> uh, everything's great now. Like I almost never get heated or argue. Even at work, I'm always like. Uh, you know, it's yeah, as much as that. You let it roll so, off and stop thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's real quick. It is what it is. Right. You know? And it's a, that's the whole live and let live I think everyone should have, you know? Yeah. And I do look at a lot of politics and the things that go on in the world. And it's a, I think sure. more people should act like Tony and uh, just let that shit, <laughs> dust that shit off your shoulders. Just let it roll. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I play drums. I mean, you know, I can always just get everything out of me and just, you know. Yeah, you got to, yeah, it's a good aggression it's a, release. It's mm-hmm. nice to have, uh, you know, something like that. So. Yeah. I need to do something like that, you know. I need to, you know, just grab a bat and start beating the shit out of something. Yeah, you know? and it's not even so much like to let aggression out as much as it's, it just gives you inner peace when you've like played after a while. You're just, you know, the exhaustion kind of like <laughs> it calms you. Yeah. yeah, and 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 you're good. Yeah. So once I- a week of that is like good for me. I can definitely see that. I mean, maybe you know, I stopped working out and worked out and like. Three weeks. Yeah, that's a big thing. Like, you know? people use, yeah, working out is a big one that people use. So, find your niche, I guess. Yeah, let out some aggression. We are males and we do have aggression that needs to be released. So, I think, yeah, good one. So, find something. Uh, you need uh, to climb a tree, throw some poop, whatever. Yeah, well, find something non violent <laughs> to uh, release that anger into, you know. Whatever the primates used to do. <laughs> whatever. Whatever Cro-Magnons did, yeah. find, out find out what that is. <coughs> yeah, all right, let's oh, get man. let's get into it, dude. Uh, we're Hell talking yeah. about Wayne's World Two, the nineteen ninety three film starring Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, uh, the band Aerosmith. Chris Farley's in this one again, ref- yeah. not a reprising role. He plays a different role of yeah. the security guard. Um, I don't. I'm not. I don't have Wikipedia in front of me or anything, but I really like the guy that played Dell, the uh, the 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 roadie, the, you know, roadie the, the seasoned guy. roadie. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, he did a good job in a lot <laughs> of things. He, when he does like uh, when he tells the story a couple times, and they're just like, it's, you know, it's the same story, the, right. the brown M&M <laughs> the brown story. M&Ms. <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny. It's like, uh, okay, dude. <laughs> well, Ozzy Osbourne wasn't going to go on stage. Ozzy Osbourne. 
And I do, yeah, you're right. I like how they just kind of get, all right, yeah, we fucking heard this one. It's like already. he's so messed up that he just doesn't know that he's telling the same stories. Like he's got Alzheimer's. Yeah. yeah. And I do like Mike Myers' facial expressions when he gets like, yeah. you know, he's got a, a slight smile and like, he's like, uh, okay. He rolls his eyes halfway and, and uh, you know, does his thing. Yeah. The, li- yeah. the little things in this movie, I really. Love when you watch out for like stuff like that, you know, facial mm-hmm. expressions, really quick, you know, okay, <laughs> all right, I hear you, know, you. Yeah, that's what is still hilarious to me in this movie. Uh, yeah, um, you know, this obviously was the follow up to Wayne's World from the previous year. Uh, this movie didn't do as well, and overall watching this, I kind of agree. You know, it's not as good as the first one, but not bad. There's some really good gags in here. Yeah. Um, enjoyed watching it. Um, we'll give yeah. a grade at the end, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't totally original because it did use a lot of, like, the chemistry from the first one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, like, you know... I love like the parts where they would change it, like at the beginning, you know, where things were based off like Batman, you know. So they right, yeah, they're the Batman <laughs> little sections like that, you know, uh, themes um, that I enjoyed. So yeah, um, yeah, it kind of starts out with Wayne them finishing up the uh, Wayne's World episode. I like how they're going through the different channels. Mm-hmm. There's Plant World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they Cooking did one move, so then uh, yeah, and then white supremacy white world. Supremacy. <laughs> like, that's funny. Yeah, the Wayne's World like show that this is like based on always seems to be hilarious. Uh-huh. You know, it's yeah, they Beavis got good stuff. Butthead esque, right? Yeah, two yeah. Sta- sla- two slacker dudes. <laughs> yeah, and you know Mike Myers does a good job as Wayne. You know, he's a unique character in his own right, even though he's like a stereotype of. Yeah. Of a lot of different stereotypical characters, you know, yeah, like the this little and lazy I almost like Dana Carvey more in this movie than the original. Yeah, I was. He re- made, certainly made me laugh more in this one. Yeah, I was reading that you know that he originally didn't have a big part in this movie, like, and he was kind of upset about that, so he really? took the script and wrote himself, you know, into more of the scenes. Yeah, and made him more prominent, and yeah, he does good. I, oh, it's yeah. like his, his scenes with Kim Basinger are pretty good. Yeah, and the la- yeah the laundromat, uh, <laughs> everything. Yeah, him falling in love, him getting his pubes. Yeah, Garth got pubes. Oh yeah, <laughs> this year Garth got pubes. You didn't tell him about my pubes, did you? <laughs> yeah, he's got some good lines. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> He uses the line, uh, uh, John Hughes, Reek du Passage movie. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to remember that, but I'm like, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> and he's got little lines like that. Like, what was uh, what was it in the first movie? Is like, oh, if she was French, she'd be called La Renard. <laughs> like, little things With like only that. only her cunning to protect With her. only her cunning to protect her. <laughs> Um, in this movie, we also have uh, Christopher Walken as uh, the antagonist, yeah. the de facto antagonist. Almost the movie. exact same part as, <laughs> as, as Rob Lowe. Yeah. Rob Lowe. <laughs> well, Rob Lowe was originally supposed to be a He's part like, of this movie, too. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, hilarious. he was actually at the table reading. His agent pulled him out of it. He's like, no, we're not doing <laughs> we're this. We're not doing this. And so they brought Christopher Walken in. And it's a good one. You know, yeah. it's, he just plays a good role, a good villain. Yeah. 
You know, this is before he got like really old. You know, this is right. after Batman Returns, Where and he was still considered a handsome man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and he wasn't parodied as much, I think, back right. then. Right. You know, I don't know when Jay Moore and uh, what's his name, yeah. uh, Kevin Pollock, started doing their really doing impression. their version. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I want to say it was probably right around this time because this is when he really developed his walking esque <laughs> demeanor that he has. You know. <laughs> I really hated the part where he's holding the guitar, acting like he's playing. It is obviously not. Yeah, him it's playing. like <laughs> he's making love to the camera. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate that part. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very uh, apparent. They just like, go from guitar to Maybe we to should overdub shot. his parts. <laughs> like, yeah, oh my god, when I heard Bobby, her, he really wails. He really wails. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the kind of the plot of this movie kind of, well, it revolves around Wayne kind of being lost in his adulthood yeah. and, uh, no, he has no meaning and, uh, he has a dream to put on a concert. He sees Jim Morrison in the desert and a big naked Indian. The naked and Indian. And he tells him, if you build it, they will come. You're going to put it on a concert. And so he decides to put on Wayne Stock. Wayne Stock. And the movie details his struggles and triumphs of trying to put on a concert. Because Jim, a dead Jim Morrison and a naked Indian roaming through the <laughs> desert told him so. Oh, and Sammy Davis Jr. has a, pan, a cameo there, yeah. too. <laughs> Not really necessary in No, it thought, was there. But, uh, you know. I think they're just such good friends that uh, yeah, Tim Meadows. To, yeah, throw Tim Meadows in there yeah. somewhere. Well, he did all, he did a few bits of Sammy Davis Jr. on SNL. So yeah, yeah. He's kind of a proven character right. he could do. Right. So, yeah, let's throw him in there. And a uh, fun fact, Jim Morrison and Sammy Davis Jr. share a birthday of December 8th. Oh, my. That is a fun fact. Indeed. Um, so the movie starts out with them, yeah, going to an Aerosmith concert in Chicago. Um you know, this was a weird era for Aerosmith. This is their like kind of comeback era. This was you the know, comeback. This is like Get a Grip. Yeah. All the videos on MTV with Alicia Silverstone and yeah. Liv Tyler. Uh, and they're not quite as old looking yet. Right. They're, they're probably still 48, 49. And, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> they want to play shirtless. Yeah. And you know? Steven Tyler's dancing on stage is just a little awkward to me. I was yep. noticing, I'm like, huh. But it's really been that forever. That's, it has. That how it, that's how he does it. It has been that, but to see a 48-year-old, even Mick Jagger doing that kind of shit is off-putting to me, you know? Yeah. It's like, dude, you're a bit old. You got too many scarves on. You got too many, <laughs> your, your shirt's off. You're saggy. You're not, th- you know, 26 anymore. <laughs> Let's kind of mature up your act, <laughs> you know? I don't know, man. It's uh, I mean, maybe it worked. It's a rock star thing. It you worked. Know? It is a rock star thing, but at the same, did it, it had to have worked because they did have it a worked. comeback with it, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. Even uh, what's his name from uh, Stone Temple Pilots? He kind of took that same version of dancing too. If you ever watch, oh, Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland. If you ever watch him live, he's a really slithering <laughs> David Bowie like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, likes to slither yeah. amongst the yeah, music. Yeah, the, the Axl Rose. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they, they've all got their versions. They of, got their version I'm of it. I'm just saying at a certain point, start acting your age. You know? <laughs> Change your act just a little bit. I'm not saying transform it. I'm just saying just, you know, wean off of you that just slithering. Just stand a little more still <laughs> on some parts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Uh, and so they get themselves backstage at the Aerosmith concert, and then I, I did like uh, Robert Smigel and uh, yeah, oh Bob Odenkirk coming up as the super fan dorks. So <laughs> they, He's got Cheeto fingers, yeah. dude. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm from Cicero. I'm from where Matt. <laughs> Took me 45 minutes door to door. <laughs> yeah, good dorky. I love when they turn and the camera zooms in on them. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah, and they're like the losers pre-backstage yeah. spot. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and we do get to see a uh, in her prime Heather Locklear, which the yeah. Wayne Garth do the we're not worthy thing yeah. uh, uh no to them no they do swing yeah i watch the slow swing uh, that's right that's what they do <laughs> um and yeah still looking good she had she had some problems herself uh throughout her later days she was like with david spade and what was with david spade getting all these hot blondes in la i don't know man he can I don't know. Make him laugh. It, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Whatever. He's That's his thing. Maybe he's a little pimp, I guess. I don't know. Um, and yeah, so yeah, they do the pre-backstage pass. And they try to attempt the Aerosmith, the same thing they did with Alice Cooper. Yeah. With the, the very knowledgeable <laughs> rock stars, you know. <laughs> I don't think it worked as well. I thought this one was but I thought the Alice Cooper one was A lot better. of people's girlfriends are back there. Yeah. Um <laughs> Then, yeah, they get out of there. Wayne has the dream about Wayne Stock. And then, yeah, we get introduced to Bob. Well, we got introduced to Bobby and uh, Cassandra at the part at the backstage at Aerosmith. But then, yeah, we yeah. see Bobby in the studio who can. And he has that really one win. guy, like, cut Wayne off and he calls him Dwayne, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. I like how he tries to attempt the a sphincter says what thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah. you want me to say what as if I don't get it? And they're like, oh. <laughs> Last guy deflated. <laughs> Last guy dumb. This guy's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, there's some good gags in here. Absolutely. Um, I've wrote down what a shitty circus that was, but I don't. <laughs> I'm forgetting what in reference was that. Again, I watched this last week. <laughs> what a shitty circus. <laughs> what in God's name does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and yeah, he's trying to get rid of the boyfriend. Yeah, Bobby's the antagonist. He's, yeah, he yeah. sees he's, that Cassandra has her talent and he, he wants basically to, wants to take her. Oh, and then he like says the band is like a garage band. He's going to yeah. get rid of them. And yeah, and then we got to get rid of the boyfriend. Yeah, so he's like trying boyfriend. to do the Gwen Stefani release from No Doubt type situation. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's a shithead. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He's blatantly trying to yeah do all of Wayne's worst fears. They know? still got the same Mr. Big. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. They did bring Mr. Big back. Yep. Frankie Sharp, Sharp Records. <laughs> Frankie Sharp had a Sharp Records. Yeah, it's almost like Bob Vance. Wow, Vance we got Bridget. through. <laughs> How lucky was that? Um, they do the Jurassic Park parody, which I thought yes. was kind of dumb. I was like, eh, well, okay. again, man, it's that, that was it just came yeah, out. I that get just it. came out. It was like all those movies doing the, that the was Matrix amazing. bullet time parody thing, right? You know? <laughs> right. Um, then they go to the uh, municipal building or whatever it is and try to apply oh for the permit. And then we, oh, and then we get Kevin across the T's and <laughs> dot the. <laughs> <laughs> So you want to put on a rock car? Lowercase J's. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? I'll, I'll give my right eye. I give my right eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. Yeah, there's some good it's little It's totally lines in fine. There. Uh-huh. It just doesn't have any pigment. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can see I have 2020 vision. Yeah, and this guy could have gone completely wrong if it wasn't for Kevin Pollock, I think. He had like oh. a good straight guy, not offended, defending his, his eye. <laughs> and they they weren't over the top. I, mean, I guess they were over the top with it, but Oh, it was good stuff. Uh, that was we, an excellent. Oh, and then they see the uh, like female version of Garth. Yeah. Of Garth, yeah. what's her name? Betty. <laughs> yeah, Betsy. Wayne. You can see him like kind of look at Garth and look at her and kind of do a quick double take. Like what the? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for another fun fact that's played by Olivia Diabo, who played she Karen. like a model or something. Yeah, she played Karen from The Wonder Years. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you ever see, you you watch The Wonder Years? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean. That's hard to retain from how long ago I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But I retain that shit for some reason. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, she plays the uh, Betsy. Betty, I forgot. Whatever. Uh, yeah, she plays the female She's Garth. She's a secondary the, role. That's yeah, that she eventually gets with Garth because they look exactly alike. The same, they got the stupid the hair, hair. And the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Um, then we get to... <laughs> Uh, Garth and Kim Basinger in the oh laundromat. Oh, my God. You know, honey, horny. <laughs> horny. Nice to meet you, Ms. Horny. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to have dinner some night? <laughs> I like to have dinner every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. And, she, you know, it's weird. He shrinks his clothes. It's the first time he's doing laundry. Right. I am sans parents. <laughs> Oh, that's what I mean, man. <clears throat> the Garth stuff is really funny. What does he say about being on a school night? He's like, I go out of school night like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an got... adult now. He's got pubes. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, so, yeah, it's not a bad little exchange with it. It's, I don't know. Maybe that's what kills a lot of it, I guess, for me, is, is these scenes. Because they seem kind of forced. And, excuse me, who do, who's to believe that Kim Basinger is actually interested in Garth, you know? And then I it's eventually like revealed that she when, wants him to kill her husband. I like when uh, when he actually, uh, you know, has sex with her and then he comes out and, like, <laughs> the, the robe pipe. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hello, darling. Darling. Yeah. <laughs> His hair's all combed over. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you have to. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, we do get to see... Uh, Chris Farley, and for the first time after he's doing the road, doing a lot better. Yeah, he's doing the, the roadie. <laughs> he plays like one of the uh, would-be roadies for Wayne. Yeah. Scott. he's like, I hate my parents. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I miss Chris Farley. I wonder where he'd be in the world of Hollywood if if he hadn't passed. <sighs> um, and then yeah, we meet Dell, the veteran roadie that Jim Morrison tells him to contact in London, and that's an obvious, you know. London trip that's not them. Yeah. And, yeah it's, Where do they tell you to go? <laughs> exactly London. Oh, that's what it was. Piccadilly <laughs> Circus. <laughs> what a shitty what circus. What a shitty circus. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's the circus part. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It and we circle. found it. Full mm-hmm. circle. Uh, and yeah, Dell keeps t- telling the same story about Ozzy Osbourne is not going to go on stage if he doesn't have a bowl full of brown M&Ms or something. And that does come from a real story from Van Halen, who had in their rider, the rider being the list of demands that they have in the, you know, for every tour stop that they go to, that they wanted all the brown M&Ms removed from the bowl of M&Ms. <laughs> now, it wasn't a, uh, a prima donna 
uh, asshole move. It was to make sure that make they actually sure read paying attention to the rider yeah. because they had a show that like the floor collapsed in, and it, the rider includes a lot of safety precautions they do, that they need because they got all this heavy equipment, you know. So they, the bull M and M's was making sure that they were reading the rider and that these uh, tour managers were actually making sure that shit got taken care of, and it turned into this prima donna, you know. A rock star uh, story that everybody <laughs> kind of knows, you know, uh, somewhat, you know, but that's the that's the real true story with it. But yeah, he keeps t- t- telling the same stupid story. It was, it was like Brandy, yeah, and Rosie Osborne's not going to go on tonight. <laughs> Uh, and I forgot what the ending of it is because it gets real dark. Yeah, yeah, I forget too. <laughs> um, then we get, you know, there's a good YMCA. Uh, oh uh, yeah, bit. when he's uh, when, yeah, because Wayne spying, sp- Wayne spying on his girlfriend Cassandra with Bobby taking pictures and all that, and he's got the crew dressed up as construction workers and cops and mechanics <laughs> and. And, and all that, and then Cassandra finds them, and they're they're running, you know. And then, then I'm assuming it's about twelve thirty, one o'clock in the afternoon, yeah, and he's, there's he's this chasing them down. He's chasing whatever. them down, yeah. and being that time of day, there's this packed, <laughs> tight gay club in full swing at like yeah, twelve thirty, one o'clock in Is the it afternoon. The toolbox, <laughs> yeah, the toolbox. Is that what it was? I think so. <laughs> I'm just surprised. Like, what are the, these guys, gay guys? Got, they don't have jobs. Like, what are they doing at 12:30 in the afternoon at a, yeah. at, at a club? And they do Party. the YMCA thing. It was pretty funny, but it was kind of over the top gay club <laughs> thing. It was like it reminded me of Police Academy. You know, it's like when they go into the Blue Oyster. You know? <laughs> oh my God, the Police Academy. Uh-huh. Oh. And then Wayne breaks up with Cassandra. He's like, I think we should break up. You know, it's like. <laughs> why you know it didn't make sense to me that why you should be doing that but He's whatever a big dummy i did like the roadie training that they went through you know on stage you know they're <laughs> dropping the mics and they gotta go and you got the tennis ball shooter just pegging them <laughs> and chris farley breaks down yeah. i got no place i got no place to go oh that's funny uh yeah good little training montage there yeah good stuff um, then we go back to Garth with Honey Hornet, and she forces Garth into the apartment. And I, I did, I did like the line when she gives him a drink, and he's like, he spits it out. He's like, "This coke's going bad. It's going bad." <laughs> then she ultimately is trying to get him to like to kill, kill her, her. her ex husband. <laughs> yeah. I did like she was like, "Do you uh, you want to put on some music?" He's like, "Do you have any Megadeth?" <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes, make you death. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that old You're all squiggly. Yeah, yeah. It's all weird, yeah, and he uh eventually bones her and yeah, becomes oh, a man. Jesus. Um, I did like the uh, scene with Handsome Dan and the, the, yeah. the scream. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out Handsome Dan ain't so handsome. Nope. Played by Harry uh-huh. Shearer. Uh-huh. Oh, Wayne Stock. <laughs> Wayne uh-huh. Stock. That is fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he plays many voices on The Simpsons. And uh, this is Spinal many. Tap. He's yeah. part of Spinal Tap, the bass player. The drummer. He's the drummer in uh, Spinal Tap. Uh, but yeah, he's a super ugly dude. They call him Handsome Dan. And yeah, they're doing the interview and they just 
keep going through the, you're not really listening to us, are you? Uh, he just keeps changing tapes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fun is cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like does like a bleeping. What did he? What did he say when he tries to bleep? When he finally realizes what they're doing, you know, he's like, "Whoa!" Uh, it's like a boing, you know. It's like a, it's a bleep out sphincter boy, or you're a complete tool, or something like that. I don't know. And then Ted McGinley comes out too, yeah. super handsome guy, and he turns out to be the annoying the, screen Mr. guy, scream <laughs> or whatever. Screen. Yeah. <laughs> I like Ted McGinley. He's he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Revenge of the Nerds, the first one. He was Stan Gable. Uh, he was also Jefferson Darcy. As I um, say, Married with Children. children. Right? He was also yeah. in Happy Days and blah, blah, blah. But he was, my favorite role was definitely on Married with Children with him. That's hilarious. He's a sleazy married dude. It's <laughs> 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 funny. Um, but before we get into that, we see um, what I will say, and I'm probably going to be sexist here for a second. Uh-oh. A very fine-looking Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore in her oh, yeah. prime, dude. Yeah. She was super hot in this movie. she, like, Swedish or something? Yeah, she was Niergen Kiergen from yeah, Near the Beer right. Fjords. <laughs> I will have sex with you in the near future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what she it's says okay. to him. Okay. <laughs> Is that Piergen Fjorgen by the Niergen Schwartz? <laughs> yeah, yeah, near the fjord. I find... <laughs> What does she say? Like, I find uh, knowledge to be very sexy or yeah, something like that? Something like that. I would say, yeah. Just to reiterate, Drew Barrymore at her prime. Uh, very yeah, nice. She to was see. lovely. Um, then, yeah, we see Honey wants to get Garth to kill her ex husband and all that. And it's <laughs> He's like, a dead man. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all weak about it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a dead man. <laughs> Um, and then we see the, the, the concert starting to come together. And now let me let me ask you this, because when I first watched this, I didn't know who the fuck this person was, and why they're famous, and why everyone's supposed to know who this person is. Rip Taylor. Uh-huh. Who the fuck is Rip Taylor? <laughs> it's like I've looked him up. I in know the past. he's like like he's throwing confetti from the seventies, and he had I don't know if he had his own show or something, like a variety but, show or something. Yeah, it, he just always was like. Captain Famous for doing exactly what he did in the movie, just like kind of being a over the top, over the top, and then throwing confetti everywhere. That's (laughs) That's all I know him for. (laughs) (laughs) You all look really good today. I know he wears a wig, so like every so often he grabs his wig and pulls it off. Oh, really? Yeah, that's another one of his things. Yeah, but I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen I've very it up and I still limited. Don't uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Who is he? Why is he famous? Is, 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 is Alexa it? couldn't answer that for you. Huh? Yeah, Alexa's not going to answer that. You She's know, like, not. Chat <laughs> <laughs> I'll check that. She's like, out. who say what? <laughs> yeah. So he's there, and everyone's excited for some reason. So yeah, yep. I was like, who the fuck is Rip Taylor? Uh, why should I an care? old man whittling a? He's <laughs> <laughs> naming a yeah. <laughs> the kayak. Yeah. He's like, who? And he goes, oh, what? Never mind. <laughs> um, earlier in the movie, they were going down the scene or going down the walk into the municipal building to apply for their permit. But then they had the guys stacking watermelons and chickens and yeah. carrying the cl- plate glass yeah, yeah. window back and forth. And it's a very obvious gag. Maybe this will foreshadow something later in the movie. You know? <laughs> and then we see the They're payoff. They're supposed when... to walk around with the plate glass every so often and. We just have to make sure this is stacked with watermelon and chickens. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, all right. Maybe this will pay off. I don't know. Yeah, and then it does pay off when Wayne... And so, <laughs> inexplicably, Bobby is marrying Cassandra for some Yeah, bit. man. It, it that pretty that part, clear. like, yeah. It, it was like his dad is, like, making them. But, yeah. Oh, uh, we didn't talk about yeah, that. Dad, oh, the fight? The, the father, yeah. They do the, <laughs> the, the, the Kung Fu movie, the Bruce Lee movie. Slow-mo, overdubbing <clears throat> yeah. fights. If uh, we're going to fight, maybe we should overdub. <laughs> yeah, and, and it turns into a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turns into a, a 1970s yeah. kung fu movie. Right. With the bad dad dubbing. Was great. Yeah. Uh, the wire uh, yeah. action that they do, and you know, he's flipping around the, the apartment. And when Wayne screams and his shirt rips off. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And he's, he tosses the sword and shreds his yeah, jeans. Yeah, shreds his jeans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. <laughs> but yeah, Not I bad. think that's that was uh, the whole point. Like he's making her marry him because he, he's more successful. Uh, yes, it's like an arranged marriage right. type thing. But when at the at the end when he sees her and she looks up at him, it's almost like she looks drugged out. Like she's kind of like being forced. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then she's like. Or she, Campbell, I don't know if she calls him by her, his last name or whatever, but if when you look at it, it just looks like she was, like, dragged and drugged there. <laughs> I don't know. Like, she's totally uh, yeah. out of it. Yeah, it's, she's not under Very her own. Very strange. Her own. Uh, her own right. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, Wayne, Chick, you know, steals the car, goes to catch her. And I did, like, the little gas station uh, gag that they had when they – Switch the actor out. He's like, we couldn't get a better actor than this. Oh. Yeah, and then Charlton Heston <laughs> Charlton comes in. Charlton Heston. <laughs> he starts crying. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that was a good little guy. But then they do the whole, uh, what is it, the graduate scene with the, the wedding. He's banging on yeah. the, the glass mm-hmm. of the church. And then it realizes he's at the second at the Presbyterian second. <laughs> church. He should be at the first Presbyterian yes. church. Uh, so he finds that, yeah, it was, yeah, it's the graduate type thing. I was like, all right, cool. No big deal. It was cool then, I guess. It I was part know. of it. Um, Been done. And then they do the, they, again, they do the different endings for the movie, you know, the Thelma and the Louise ending that they got the clip. <laughs> it was pretty topical. I think uh, Thelma was. and Louise came out in 93 or something like yeah. that. You know, not too, you know, not too far off from this. Yeah, with Jurassic Park and, and Thelma and Louise. And then they do the happy ending and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The end. Uh, overall, I like this movie, but not as good as the first one. The first one yeah. had that touch of originality on it. With I think Rob Lowe was a better antagonist than Christopher Walken. Um, True. Cassandra, yeah, yeah, it was like her first movie role. And, yeah, Tia Carrere did, I don't know, I, I just like the first one better. This one yeah. has has its moments. They they put on the Wayne Stock concert, and Wayne, uh, Garth finally gets with his uh, body double, <laughs> female <laughs> Garth. What I thought was interesting at the Wayne Stock part, you know, it's all over, and Aerosmith comes out. Um, that they play like a song I've never even really heard from. Shut them. up and dance. It was off the Get a Grip. <laughs> Yeah, uh, album. Yeah, because oh, okay. that was their their yeah, their comeback album. Yeah, we were talking. I about thought first for CDs. sure they would have like used a huge hit to like end the movie with, right? And yeah. they really went with like a B side, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, it's still rocked and everything, but yeah, it's a good uh, song. You know, we were talking about first CDs earlier, and that was my first CD. That was my second CD. It was yeah. the first CD I was ever bought with my own money. I know my cousin really. He, I think that was like one of his first rock albums 
It's not got, it's not bad. It's got all the good songs on there. Living on the edge, <laughs> crying, crazy, amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all those good ones. They Eat really, the rich. yeah. Like you said, they were up and down with their career. Yeah. So they had a downslope, and then yeah, that was like their coming back. They came back, and they were down for a while. But once that movie Armageddon came out, they yeah. were like uh, they were solid gold again. Right. You know? It's like everything they put out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not bad. Um, yeah, so that's what I think of the movie. It's it's good. Not as good as the uh, Well, I mean, I've definitely one. not liked follow-ups, certainly, for a lot of, like, you know, movies where they have, like, two and three, you know, uh, um, you know, movies. Sequels. From sequels, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so uh, this one still had a, a ton of things that made me laugh. Sure. So, um would I say it's better than the first? I mean, I don't know. You know, I think they kind of are like, they made it very good to, to make it seem like a continuous movie. Mm-hmm. Like a continuation of the first yeah, one? Right. Yeah, right. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I still like it as much, but, yeah, I would say, uh, would you say grade. Bobby or whatever? Yeah. That, yeah, there was just something I really hated about his role. <laughs> yeah, he didn't seem like he was the right actor to play that. I don't know? think so. He should have been somebody younger, maybe, I yeah, think. right. You know, just a little bit, you know, not that Wayne is a, is a good partner for the hot. Somebody a little more believable that could have taken, yeah, yeah, Tia, like, without being like, oh, I'm a producer. Because she did say, like, you know, if he doesn't like me or whatever, I'm not going to get my green card or something like that. So right. I don't know if that was like something she was Some using kind of, as that like motivation to be with her. Right, right. I don't know if that was it, but I mean, if she loved Wayne so much, damn. I mean, that was pretty. That's easy. not the type of guy <laughs> to follow up. But yeah. I don't know. So yeah, give it a letter grade. What would you give it? Uh, I look. I really liked it, like in the past, but. Uh, uh, I think it would be like a C or C plus. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was gonna give yeah. it a B minus, C plus, something yeah. like that. Yeah, because there is a lot of faults, but uh, like I said, I really like Dana Carvey's kind of addition to, you know, how much she was in the movie. Yeah, so. yeah, he definitely had more prominent role <laughs> uh, than the first one. He was kind of a side character. He had his, yeah, his, he had his own little storyline in here, which mm-hmm. you know, was enjoyable. Kind of weird, but enjoyable. <laughs> unbelievable. To, yeah, unbelievable. Enjoyable. There you go. Yeah. Uh, if you were to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score from the critics, oh man, they probably say? shit on it. I'm sure. Uh, and like. 65 or 70 something like that that's what you consider shitting on it well shitting on it would be anything below 60 so it's like 60 is fresh and then i think above 82 is certified fresh something like that okay and everything below 60 well everything i've like mentioned has normally been 70 and above that that we've done so 
Well, I'm hoping 60 is <laughs> low. <laughs> uh, 60 is just fresh, and 60 is what Wayne's World 2 is. Exactly 60 with the it's credits. A, exactly 60. Yeah, 63 with the audience, so I think we're right about So I wasn't terribly off with 65. No, not at all. You were right in that ballpark. All right. Yeah, that's a fucking ground rule double. You confused me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they, they, uh, you said, I bet they shit all over it. I was expecting yeah. you to say, like, 20 or 30. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> That would be shitting all Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. Um, but yeah, right around there. Uh, I'm, yeah, good movie. Can't yeah. complain about it. Not bad at all. <laughs> Anything else to say about Wings World 2, my friend? No, man. Um, I look forward to other sequel movies that we will be doing in the future. Oh, I know of one. <laughs> One that I just excitedly spoke about when I got here, but I won't say what. (laughs) And with that, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for sharing. And please don't forget to go to your podcaster of choice and leave us a rate review at least five stars. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Check check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. let us know if there's any bands we should check out. Yeah, absolutely. You know. We know the theme of the show is retro, but uh, yeah, yeah. don't forget our email address is show at protonmail.com. There you go. Peace out. Later.